Hey y'all, this is Mallory Irvin and it's time for all of us to live fully. It's so important in this crazy world of ours that we stay connected, inspired, and motivated to be and do our best. And that's not always easy. I'm here with my guests and friends to share the stories and lessons we've learned to help you live your best life every day and truly begin living fully. Let's make it happen and get started with today's episode. Hi guys, welcome back to the Living Fully Podcast. I am really excited to be coming into November, but also the holidays are such a busy time, especially if you have a family and a big family like I do. And last year I did some content on the podcast around the holidays, and here's why. This podcast is all about living fully and living your life to the fullest. And I truly believe that the holidays are just the culmination of so much good, and they should be a time of celebration and of joy. But living in the world that we live in, we get caught up in a lot of the hustle and bustle. We have too much coming into our homes. We overcommit to things. And a lot of times, unknowingly, we lose out on the joy of the season. So being that we are halfway into November now, I wanted to do a podcast today on how to simplify before the holidays. So I'm going to give you 10 tips, 10 tips that I do and 10 things that you could do to simplify your holidays so that you are able to truly live fully through these holidays so that you're able to find joy and not be bogged down by the clutter of your mind and really enjoy the holidays this year. So let's get started with that list. So action number one is going to be an action that I'm going to specifically talk about what I'm doing in my home and it pertains to kids toys, but you can apply this to any type of stuff. Okay. So tip number one, how to simplify before the holidays, declutter your kids' toys. I don't know if you're like me, and even though you can be super grateful for all of the amazing toys that people bring into your children's lives, it's a little bit stressful when you're putting them in trash bags in the back of your car leaving to come home with the toys because they're also bringing them into your children's home and spaces, which is your home and spaces. Okay, and we all know that holidays are not about the things and the stuff. So let's not let the things and the stuff overwhelm us. And one way to do that, especially with children, because fortunately you can control how much you purchase for your children, but sometimes you can't control how much other people purchase for your children. So a way to prepare for new toys coming into your home is to declutter the old toys. So I saw this online that someone was talking about this and I said, this is a great tip and it's a very simple thing, but a lot of people want to talk decluttering and organizing into January and into the new year. But I think the perfect time, especially with kids toys so that you don't get this influx of toys and this overflow and you go into the new year, just a wreck. I think it's a great time to do it before. So the way that I do it, I obviously like go through and I will throw out anything that's missing pieces. I will give away anything that they're just not using anymore or that's just kind of dinged around, but I know someone else would love it. And then the toys that are remaining, I organize into sections. So I'll put all the trucks in a section, I'll put all the food toys in a section and so on. And that also helps me too when I'm looking at the things that they actually play with, when I'm looking at the things that actually 
bring them joy, I can decide what I as a parent am going to bring into my home and buy them for the holiday. So it helps for a lot of different reasons, but I just feel that that I named it first because it's really important and it's really helping me. Okay, number two, don't be a perpetual shopper. So I understand that people can't always buy everything in one go for holidays. I understand that that's not some people's style or that's not in some people's budget. Totally get that. What I mean when I say don't be a perpetual shopper is I don't mean like in life, I always want you to be the one in control in anything that you can control. So you can control your Christmas list and your shopping. But some people just like let Christmas season like happen upon them. And they start seeing other people post things and and get things. And they're like, oh, I should get this for this one person of the 15 that's on my list. And oh, I'll get this and I'll get this. And they have no clear plan. So they become this perpetual shopper. And I used to be like that. And I would end up with too many gifts for one person and not enough and scrambling for other people at the end. So what I do in the very beginning of the holiday season, being the beginning of November. So if you're listening to this podcast, it's mid-November. You definitely need to do this now. I write my list. I write my list with my family on there first, with our close friends, the people that we are actually 100% shopping for for the holiday. And I get them down on a list. And anytime I have an idea or I see something, I can write that down on the list. Or I can simply set aside a day or two with ideas in mind and go to the mall or go online, however, whatever form you shop in. And really knock it out. But if you just are in this perpetual state of shopping and just buying everything that kind of comes along, I feel like some people just kind of get in a mess with their budget. It becomes a lot about material. And you end up, like I said in the beginning, with a lot more gifts for one person and not enough for somebody that might be really important in your life. And also, I want to mention, especially going into this third point, that gifts may not be something that you even do for holiday. So this one may not apply to you as much, but this next one certainly will. So in all of the content that I share with you guys, especially on this podcast, I really want you to get clear about the things that you value, about uh, the things that bring you joy, that are on your priority list of these are the things that matter to us in this house. These, These are the things that matter to me as a person. And I always want you to really gain clarity around those things to make big life choices, like who your spouse is going to be, like where you're going to live, the job that you're going to have, how you're going to present yourself in a, on a forum of social media, whatever it is. But I want to take it a step further because I don't think people think about doing that when it comes to the holidays, but I want you to do that when it comes to the holidays. So When I say that, I want you to get clarity on what's important to you. Is it your tradition? Is it family? Is it your faith and your religion? Is it friendships and events, work events? Um, Different people are going to be in different points of their lives coming into this holiday. So I will give you an example using myself. When I come into the holiday season and I get clarity on what is important to me coming into this holiday season, I think... Number one, family, specifically making it an amazing holiday for my children. And I've got a one and a two-year-old and it's Shepard's Shepherd's second Christmas, but like he's a lot more alert and alive um, this Christmas than he was the last one. And Ford will be three next year. So he's, he's a little over two and a half. He is, it's just going to be such a joy. 
So knowing that I am clear on that that is a priority for me, that can help me make decisions. So when I get invited to 10 events in holiday season, and this may not apply as much during COVID, but gosh, as an influencer in Nashville, I would get invited almost like every other day to an event. There was just so much to do. And sometimes I would skip out on things that I really wanted to do with my children or my family to make all of those events. But if I'm clear on what's important, which is family, then I will always have an easier time making those decisions. And if your faith is really important to you, like mine is, if, if people say, hey, can you come to this blah, blah, blah during the time that I go to Christmas mass, then I say no. And your values align with the actions that you actually take. And in life, that makes things so much smoother. And in the holiday seasons, it does as well. So I really encourage you to get really clear about the things that you value and what's important to you this holiday season. And hey, if traditions are like super important to you, why the heck are you not like celebrating old traditions and creating new ones? Why are you running around like a chicken with your head cut off? Shop, 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 shopping. So it really helps you to get yourself in line and to manage your time accordingly to what you value the most. And then number four is going to be a little bit of a spinoff of number three. Number four, I want you to think of the traditions and of the things that you do around the holiday. What are the things that you really love to do? And what are the things that you really hate to do? (laughs) If you hate doing like the some kind of crazy Christmas Day Santa run, don't do it. (laughs) If you hate wrapping gifts, get on Amazon right now and order 30 gift bags and tissue paper. If you really love visiting Christmas tree farms, get on the computer right now and find the day that you guys are going to go and book the tickets. Sometimes when you get into the hustle and bustle of the holiday season, you forget to really prioritize the yeses and the nos and really think about what is it that I really like to do and what is it that I don't like to do and really make that distinction and make your choices based on that. And on to point number five. Point number five, simplify to succeed. Simplify to succeed. I'm going to use an example that I did last week. I wanted to do a tablescape. I wanted to do this awesome Christmas holiday tablescape with a full breakfast. And I wanted to shoot it for my blog and for YouTube and all this stuff. And I started thinking to myself, I really want to create my own recipes. I don't want to use anyone else's. So I'm going to need to set aside a couple days to create my own recipes. And then I thought, ooh, I want the kids to do some crafts that I can use on the table. And then I thought, I want to make all the arrangements handmade, which I did end up doing one arrangement handmade. And I wanted to do this big to-do like I always do. And then I reminded myself as I started getting like stressed, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to do this because I have this, this, and this, that sometimes we throw the baby out with the bathwater and you said, which is just such a country saying, I don't, I don't know what you think about that saying, but whatever. So sometimes we think, oh, this is too much. I can't do it. And then I started thinking to myself, tables and creating breakfasts and especially showing people how they can cut corners and bring these things together simply is a joy of mine. It's something that I really, really love to do. So I decided to simplify it. I simplified the recipes. I simplified the decor. I simplified everything. And not only was I able to do it, and it brought me so much joy, and it 
brought me a beautiful piece of content to share with my community, but it also was a reminder that sometimes we overcomplicate the things that we love to do the most. So in order to execute those types of things, sometimes we have to simplify them. And in creating this simple tablescape that I did um, last week, I decided to do, which I do a lot, recipes that you can create the night before, and then you can just pop in the oven or put on the stove. And it's another way to like simplify a holiday morning, because I don't know if you guys have that person in your family that you don't even see during the holidays because they're in the kitchen the whole time. And I bet they don't want to be in the kitchen the whole time, but they love serving their families. Well, there's a way to, like I said, simplify that by creating recipes recipes that you can put together the night before so that you're able to do both. So simplify to succeed. That is um, tip number five. Number six, give, give, give. Help, help, help. Serve, serve, serve the people that help and serve you all throughout the year. So many times when you look at your Christmas list, you see all of these family members or people that you're close to that you feel obligated to buy for. And obviously, like I I do that and I love buying for my family. But oftentimes we look away from the people that give the most to us throughout the year. So last year, actually I've always kind of done this, but last year I really started doing this and I decided to really make it a priority to serve the people that serve me throughout the year. So those are like Ford's teachers. Those are my house cleaners. Those are the people that are in my home or that I'm in their space every single day that are helping my family or my children or the even like the people that pick up the trash or the people that do your hair or your eyelashes. These are people that serve you constantly. And while you may be spending so much time racking your brain about what to get your mom for Christmas or your mother-in-law, of course that's important, but don't forget these people who give and give and give to you. And just like you hear all the time, the more that you give, the more you receive and the better you feel. So definitely don't forget to serve the people that serve you throughout the year. That is a way I think to simplify the holidays because I think giving brings so much joy and so much clarity. And that doesn't always mean things that cost money. I do a lot of baked goods and a lot of baskets that I'll put together. So don't think it means, oh my gosh, I've got to add 10 more people to my list and I can't afford that because a lot of times, actually, those people don't get gifts that are necessarily monetary. I do love to give certain people gift cards and different things, but you make those decisions based on your budget. But don't forget about those people because they make our lives better. So don't forget uh, that group of people. Tip number seven. Have you heard the word H-Y-G-E-E? I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Huga, but it's this Danish concept about creating this warm atmosphere with the people that are around you, with the things that you have in your home. And it's a really, really cool thing. There's a lot of books on it. And there's actually, I think there's a Netflix thing on it and just some different things. But it's all about this notion that the things that you put in your space can evoke this feeling. And I was reading a lot about like Huga or however you say the word holidays. And they talk about just these little things that you bring into your space. So 
I love obviously the traditional Christmas tree and, and those types of things. But there's something to be said about simple things like twinkle lights over a mantle place or a Christmas candle lit or a throw um, over your couch like a cozy kind of fur, faux fur or a like a chunky knit throw. Those little things that you can kind of sprinkle around your house that can really bring that cozy warm atmosphere into your home because the holidays do look a little bit different this year and we are doing less just because of uh, the situation that we're still dealing with and crowd sizes. So I included this one because of that and I really encourage you to check that concept out because it's, it's really cool and the Danish people are just so dang happy and I'm always fascinated. It's like the blue zones and like the health of the people in the blue zones it's like there's something that they're doing right and they talk a lot about this so check it out (laughs) okay uh simplify tip number eight don't try and be superwoman during the holidays and if you can afford to even one day hire someone to help you like maybe it's a cleaner or like after you take your Christmas tree down or maybe there are so many people looking for work right now and especially um, little side jobs like this. I always think anyone that I can bring into my home to help me do something, that's giving them an opportunity. So a, a lot of people think that, oh, I'll wait until 2021 to hire someone to help me in my home. But the holidays are so messy. So if your friend has a house cleaner that's really great, why don't you reach out to that company and help yourself out? And especially the day that maybe you're putting up your decorations or taking them down or the day after you have a party, have someone come into your home and help you if you have the ability to do that or if you have someone in your life that wants extra work. I just think that that's a way to simplify that sometimes we stand in our own way. I know because I want to do everything my dang self. And for years and years and years, I literally bent over backwards trying to do everything myself. And I still do a lot of times these days, but I'm better and better at that asking, uh, letting people help because I look at it as an opportunity and it helps you to spend more time with the people that you love doing the things that you love during a really important time. Okay, number nine, I realized that I did 11. I apologize. One of those kind of ran together. So don't feel that if you don't do something a certain way during the holidays that you have to just completely do away with it. Now, here's my example. So, okay, is it December 15th and you didn't put your tree up, but you just every single night you look at the corner of your house and you think, oh, I wish I would have put my tree up. I literally put my tree up the week before Christmas one year. Last year, for instance, another example, I really wanted to do holiday cards. I do Christmas cards every year. And it got really crazy. We had a brand new baby and it got really late in December. And I said, you know what? I ain't doing Christmas cards. I'm doing New Year's cards this year. So don't get in your head that you have to, to do things exactly on the correct timeline because it's it's reality that it's a really busy season and there are things that we love to do that just make it push to the back burner but you can get creative with those things like doing a new year's card if you missed a christmas card window or putting up your tree a little bit late that is a way that you can simplify your tasks and your to-do lists by realizing that there is no rule book on christmas and you can do it however it works for you okay 
two more things. So I love a creative gift. I love getting someone something that they did not expect. It doesn't have to be something that costs a lot of money, but it's just so not a typical thing. And it's something that I can even enjoy year round. It's just a way to really get creative. So if you have the person in your life that you're like, what in the heck do I get for this person? And you've looked at every single bloggers list of what to get the person that has everything. And you're like, yeah, they already got that too. Get creative. So examples being, if you are like me and our family, we go to the zoo all the time. I love a zoo membership. I love a jump, like a, one of those jump trampoline place memberships. I love an an art museum membership. I think things like that for a young family are amazing. And nobody thinks, oh, a zoo membership for Christmas. And people think because we're in a society of instant gratification that you have to open the present and it's right there. But then everybody knows where that present usually goes. People forget about it, like it goes to the bottom of the shelf or to the the back of the bin. And something like a zoo membership, I mean, we go to the zoo at least once a week here in Nashville. So get creative with things like that. I remember my mom one year got my, uh, just because I was talking about house cleaners, she got my sister and and brother-in-law a house cleaner like every other week or like once a month, I can't remember, for a year. You can really get creative with gifts and really think about that. It doesn't have to be something really expensive. So sometimes you can get a month-long membership to a place like a jump house or, or the zoo or something like that. So maybe it's like $30. It's, it doesn't have to be a lot of money. You don't have to get the year-long membership. But I think that's a way to simplify because it doesn't have you running to the mall and have you scouring the internet for something that sometimes I feel like the person doesn't even really like anyway because you try to get so creative. So think experiences and simplify in that way by really trying to think outside the box. Okay, and then last but not least, we are in the year of organization. If you guys watched my content for years and years, you know the home edit organized my entire house before they had the books and the show and all of that. So I'm a huge fan of organization, and then I organize my own spaces, and then I I revive the spaces that are organized. Systems and organization is something that with the really busy life that we have here, running in a million different directions and running a big business out of our home, we really have to have systems and organization. So take advantage of that this year. And when you are taking your Christmas decor down, or when you're looking at it, if it's already up, make your holiday storage plan now. Order the containers now. Because sometimes I feel like we get to post-Christmas and you take everything down and you just shove it all away. And then when it's the next year and you're pulling out your Christmas decorations and you're ready to decorate, everything's just a tangled mess. You've got excess clutter. It's not organized well. So set yourself up for success this year. Take advantage of the hype around the container store and that Walmart and Target and all these places are doing so much around storage. There is literally every single type of label and every single type of font, every type of container, acrylic or Rubbermaid or whatever you want. This is the year of organization. So instead of doing that after, really set yourself up for success and simplify your holidays by making your holiday storage plan before. And that way, when you start taking down your decorations as you come into January or whenever you take down your decorations, let's get real. One year I took mine down in like March. Uh, So you really have your plan before and you set yourself up for success and 2021 being a great year when you pull that holiday 
back out of your attic or your garage, wherever you've stored it. So those are my tips. I said 10, but there ended up being 11. And I just really want you guys to truly live well during the holidays this year. We deserve it. It's been a wild year. We are still here. Hopefully your family members are still here and you are still in the middle, but more on the other side than we were earlier this year. And I really want us to celebrate the people that we are with our feet still on the ground this year as we come into holiday. Because if you can't enjoy the things like this, these are the things that make up a life, then what in the world are we even doing around here? You know, if we can't enjoy the holidays because of so many things that we have got cluttered in our mind and because our to-do list is as long as Santa's naughty and nice list, then something needs to change. And we haven't had control over a lot of things that happened to us this year, but Lord have mercy, we have control over this. So I hope that those 11 tips gave you guys kind of a starting point. I know different things will kind of fit for different people so that you can simplify before we go into this holiday season and that you can continue to simplify and find joy as we're smack dab in the middle of it. So thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I appreciate every single one of you listening and leaving a review and tuning in Monday after Monday. You guys are the reason that I've had such an amazing 2020, even amidst the crazy stuff that's happened. And I'm forever grateful for every set of eyes and ears and person that is on the other end of all of these platforms. So thank you so much. And gosh, dare I say, happy holidays. Thanks for joining us on Living Fully with Mallory Irvin. And remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single minute of encouragement and inspiration to live your best life. Want more? Join us on MalloryIrvin.com so we can connect with you on Instagram and YouTube. Start living your life now. You've only got one. We'll see you next time.